Hello there and welcome to another episode of The Outsiders, our expressive and freestyle insight into life direction and the impact of those choices on our health, relationships and place in society. And we use film and we use music and other creative sources um, as a foundation for our discussion. And as ever, we are joined. I'm joined by Mark and uh, my name is Zach and welcome to you all. Now let's start this week. Let's start with this. It, it is the middle ground between light and shadow, between science and superstition, and it lies between the pit of man's fears and the summit of his knowledge. This is the, dimen the dimension of the imagination, if I could say it. It is an area which we call stepping out of your comfort zone. Welcome, Mark. Amazing, Zach. What an introduction. What an introduction. That, that alone deserves its own space in podcast history. You are very welcome. I will uh, hope I'll be waiting for the invite to the Oscars very soon. But uh, so, yes, this week we're talking about the comfort zone, not about the twilight zone. Um, so, Mark, let's uh, let's let's head over to you first. What is the comfort zone? Well, that is a good one. I think the comfort zone for me anyway is that sort of area between our dreams, our goals, our passions, our whatever that exists within us. And this like kind of Venn diagram, this kind of space um, of inaction, if you like, and fear of judgment, lack of self-belief, confidence. And all those sort of factors that drive us back from actually just being naturally what we're all about. And obviously the other side, the other, the, the other end of that diagram is the breakthrough. And I firmly believe that a lot of people are sort of locked up into that sort of inactive zone where we tend to block it out. Because obviously if we think too much about what we really could be doing instead of watching Netflix, drinking, having lots of sex, doing whatever it is that it is to take our mind off it. Well, I do two of those things. Well, that, that's good. To, I don't even want to know what, what they are, but we'll just we'll go along with that. But anyway, the point is we tend to do things to block out the, uh, you know, the reality of what we're all about. So I think that's, yeah. to me, what the comfort zone is. Yeah, interesting. I've, I've just, as you were speaking and talking about it being like a middle ground, it reminded me of um, a play that I wrote many years ago, and I called it Interims of Inconsequence. And it was a series of little sort of uh, monologues or, or uh, thoughts, sort of in, the, in the, that moment between deciding to do something and then doing so, for instance, I mean, it was quite dark and gloomy. It was a lot of it was about suicide, but there was one instance, for instance, where it was the one of the scenes was a man standing on the edge of a building, and it was just what I was trying to uh, explore: what goes through his head before he decides to make that leap, and if he does decide to make that leap, inter an interim of inconsequence. It, it was called because it's sort of an, an empty space. There's there's nothing there's nothing there. Um, which sort of that reminded me, as you were describing the comfort zone, of those pieces of writing that I did, yeah. um, which uh, was very interesting. So do we choose this safety net that we have around us? 
I, I personally think this is something that's hotwired into our minds from youth. Um, because if you imagine all of the th crazy things we did in our youth, jumping off high diving boards, running in the darkness in the woods, um, bicycling, you know, in, in you know, crazy places, all the sort of things we did growing up. Yeah. We never really thought too much. Obviously, our instinct protects us, but we never really thought too much about don't do this, do this, da, da, da. Yeah. But of course, over time, and sort of the conditioning and the environment in which we grow up in starts to, you know, lock out uh, things that we feel comfortable or excited yeah. or interested in doing. Um, education as well at schools and things like that. I think it tends to block out the, the natural exuberance, you know, the energy, the passion yeah. for doing something. It's like, fear, isn't it? Fear creates fear. the comfort zone. Judgment like and uh, consequences yeah. and stuff like that, you know, that kind yeah. of tells us you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't step over that line because if you do... Yeah, you're held accountable or not held accountable in some cases. Interesting is it conditioning plays a big part in it because when we're when we are born, we are we we need to we're we're we one of the few species that can't um, operate on their own. I think from birth that we need the the nurture. help and nurture of the parent. We can't survive without mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, obviously that comes then with the we're we're taught what is good and what is bad you know like uh, eating mud is bad for you hot water burns you uh, going up the stairs and falling down them isn't a good idea ladders go high and they're dangerous so we're that fear is almost put into us isn't it is it yeah. is it up to us to it's up to us individually to break through that isn't it because it's yeah. something that will be ongoing because a parent will naturally want to protect their children Zach, do you, have you got an example of breaking through the comfort zone in your own life? I guess I have. One of the big ones for me was acting. I, I spent most of my time when I when I worked in theatre, I worked behind the scenes. But I always wanted to try it, but I never expressed any interest to my parents or to my friends and family that I was that, that I would be able to do this. So. I think the first time I went on stage in a in a proper role at a, our local amateur theatre, and my family came. I think they were very nervous, but I think they were they were probably more nervous than me. I knew I could do it. I just didn't know how good I would be. I, but I knew I could remember the lines, and then from there, I sort of stretched myself and tried different roles to 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 stretch my comfort zone, really, because. Everybody, every actor I've ever met stands on the side of the stage just before they're about to go on and wants to find any reason not to do it. But then your cue line comes or the lights go up and you don't think about it. You're on. You can't think about it. Mm -hmm. And then the magic happens, I suppose, doesn't it, for most people? Or it doesn't, or you freeze. Flight, flight, flight or fright, freeze, or whatever the phrase is. What about yourself? Um, well, I, I've got a similar example, actually. Um, yeah, for me, it was interesting because 
when, when I actually moved abroad, I had to do that, actually. It was a kind of escape. You know, you just talked about fight or flight or running. You know, basically what we do is we... we I'm glad run, you can't say it as well. Either metaphorically or um, physically away from, from judgment or away from ourselves or away from whatever it happens to be. And, and I was very much uh, in that camp where I got, I think, to a point in my life where I really felt stifled. And when I went abroad, um, I really was testing myself on all kinds of fronts, moving to a new location, a completely insane language. Hungarian is probably up there as the most, one of the most difficult languages to learn, different culture, different way of thinking, different lifestyles, having set up a kind of a new operation out there and doing lots of things which were huge challenges. So there was a lot of things going on, on all at the same time. I think about maybe a couple of months, three months into being there, I'd got to know my colleagues, some of them were British, it was a joint venture that I was out there with. And we got on very, very well, which was, which was fortunate. <laughs> and one of them was very arty and said, would you like to get involved in um, some, some drama, some you know, production that we're going to be doing um, here in the next few months? And I thought, yeah, 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 that sounds great. I've never had the chance to do that before. I'd love to do it. And before I knew it, I was invited to this sort of group of actors and the, and the director and everybody that was putting it on. It was like an expat thing anyway. And they presented me with the role that I was going to do. And I, and I kind of looked at it and I was like, wow, it's, you know, it's this kind of central role. And then I got the, the book or the book of the play or whatever it was. And, my and I thought, oh, my goodness, I've got about 30 pages of stuff to learn here. I mean, this is insane. So I was like smiling through my gritted teeth going like, are you really going to be able to pull this off? Are you sure? Dad? So I kind of had this anxiety attack almost when I sort of left that evening. And they kept sort of saying to me, don't worry, it'll be fine. And I think we went to a couple of um, rehearsals and things. And, you know, bit by bit, I was sort of slowly getting into it. And then I just thought to myself at one point, I cannot do this. I cannot carry this off. It's too much responsibility. Uh, it's too stressful. Um, what happens if I mess it up and blah, blah, and all of the things going through my mind. And yeah. of course, within seconds of, my, of me thinking that way, the exit strategy already presented itself. Yeah. And I think within a matter of a week or so, I just said, I, you know, I, I'm going to be doing something else. I don't have the time or blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And of course, everyone was very upset with that and very uncomfortable with it. And I was very uncomfortable. I couldn't live with myself. I was like, now you've said, no, you're a fraud and uh, all sorts yeah. of things. The point of it all is that I saw it actually happen, this play, from, you know, from the, from the uh, auditorium. And I was like, you've just messed up. What an opportunity that was. And of course, that play was then moving around the region mm. for other expat societies and stuff. Nothing big, but it was a, quite, a, you know, quite a play. And, I, and, and because I passed it up, no one ever asked me again. And it was just a huge sinking feeling inside. And I had to wait quite a few years later until the opportunity presented itself again. Mm. And that was my breakthrough. That was the time where I actually lived over quite a long time beating myself up because I didn't take that opportunity. So waiting for the opportunity to present itself again and making sure yeah. that I grabbed it with both hands, put myself through the ringer in every sense went on stage, did it, I think for about five to eight nights or something. Yeah. Came through. It was good. And it was like a release that I'd done it. Yeah. And I know 
that I could do. You know, it was a validation, but I had to do it. And I think the lesson in this possibly is, you know, you've got to face up to it because you can run, you can hide, but it will come back at some point and you've got to face up to this issue. Absolutely. And one interesting thing is the opportunities to if you if you miss one through fear or you don't feel you're ready or anything they do present themselves again they can do yeah. it's 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 learning in between isn't it and always i always remember it's the rehearsal period when you're we seem to be in a in a place sometimes where we're looking at a and like in your instance with the play that you you felt you couldn't do and all the lines and everything and not thinking about the, the the learning process that you'll go through to get to that stage and the amount of growth you'll go through to get to that stage. For sure. And, and when we don't think about that, that's when we do remain in our comfort zone, because you're not going to you're not going to walk into an office, for instance, and be the CEO instantly. Uh, you will work towards it. So you're you don't. And you're as you work towards it, your comfort zone stretches. So your skills improve your confidence lifts hopefully i think it's also a series of of um being aware you've got to be aware you've got to be aware of the pitfalls and the and the fact that you know your system is calling you it's calling you out telling you you've got to do it and your other conscience or whatever is fighting you saying oh what if you can't i know there's kind of war going on inside of you but if you're aware that you need to do this to move on develop learn move forward advance advance then um then you have to make that stand you have to make yeah. that stand otherwise it's, you just end up sticking in that same spot it's your choice that's the that's the thing yeah, about it's, it's, your, it's choice. your choice i was gonna sorry to cut you off. i was just gonna say do you have any um any references that you think that would be good for us to share like a a, a film or a, something yeah. that comes to mind that sort of emphasizes this sort of conflict the internal conflict that we go through yeah I think there's there's quite a few stories actually because it's it's primarily it's the hero's journey, isn't it? This right. the, the whole sort of stepping out of your comfort zone. And then there's plenty of films that have done that. I quite like. I'm I'm sort of um, leaning towards a few David Lynch films. There's one in particular called A Straight Story or The Straight Story or something where this older uh, he's like a sort of pensioner, I guess he is. He works on a, he lives on a farm something happens and i can't remember what it is that happens but it forces him to travel across the country on his lawnmower to get to the destination. it might be that his daughter's ill or something like that and he needs to see her but he has to travel all across sort of midwest america uh and he decides to do it on his on his lawnmower we, and so he sort of heads into the wild west really i suppose he's sleeping under the stars and he meets all these interesting people along the way a lot of david lynch films do tend to be ordinary people thrust into an extraordinary situation and they have to grow and learn something right. uh, what about yourself any any music that you can think of well, well i was actually well there are <laughs> two things come to my mind one of them in terms of films which does have a famous soundtrack is billy elliott i think that uh-huh. film really does resonate when i watched that it really did connect with me um because of the boy, the family, the background, all the challenges he faced with society, you know, the Northeast, uh, the father, the brother, all being like dockers, or I can't remember what they were. They were miners 
facing oh, yeah. crises and and this boy's like you know natural free spirit jumping around and yeah. always being happy and then suddenly he when he sort of discovers that's what his natural talent is and it's sort of encouraged by the mentor that we all seem to have on our journey yeah sort of move into this direction and the the internal fight he has and the external fights with the family and yeah. then you see him at the end of the film coming through this huge the stress, the battle, the inauguration, you know, the inauguration, the, um, can't get the words out, the, you know, the general fights he has to go through. And then you see him yeah. on stage as the lead, you know, ballerina. Just amazing, amazing. Absolutely. Um, Beautiful. And that really, that really does tick the box of that particular, of this particular yeah. issue, um, breaking free. Which leads me on to the next song that I was just, or the song rather than a film, yeah. which is the Queen song, I Want to Break Free, because obviously that came out at the time or around the time where Freddie outed himself, at, you know, yeah. to the world as, as gay. Um, Interesting. These, these are kind of really strong messages and stories. I think they are. Interesting you should mention Queen, because I was listening on the radio uh, today, Under Pressure came on the radio, right. Queen and David Bowie, and similar sort of thing. The lyrics are quite strong in um, breaking through a sort of uh, barrier, people wanting something better, that sort of thing. So it's, it, all, it all comes back to this desire for something better lies solely within you doesn't it and um, well, within you yeah i mean and everyone's yeah. got their own story um the other song i wanted to share on this theme uh today was also another one that sort of resonated with me was um by a scandinavian band a rock a heavy rock band called rasmus called in the shadows living in the shadows right. um and that re also really connected with me because Again, in your you're living in your head, sort of you are your own, as yeah. you say, that you're living your, the sort of hero's role in your head. Yeah. For those who are instinctive enough, brave enough, determined enough in life from an early age, they follow along that pathway. I mean, it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be specifically what they yeah. envisage, but it's going to be along that sort of theme but for a lot of people they sort of see the dream and then it sort of that evaporates or sort of like osmosis it goes into the into yeah. the mind and then it just can't come out and yeah. some people can as i said can block it out and they sort of get through life and just push it aside and the more sensitive people or the more aware of us have to deal with that unless you can come through You've got um, to and i think yeah. that song living in the shadows really does capture that essence yeah. Because there must be so many people, and I, I mean, I'm one of them, who you have these dreams and desires or goals that you want to reach, but sometimes you don't know what the first step is. So breaking out of that comfort zone is, is difficult in the, in the process, in the first step, because you don't know what, where to go. But for most, most of it, it's even just finding out or asking somebody is your first step. Yeah, I think that's very important to, for us to discuss this. What is the first step? But I think awareness, the realization of what it's costing you not doing what you're doing, yeah. it can be mentally, physically damaging just to hold yeah. it in. Yeah. And also the, re the realization that you potentially, possibly, the fact that you feel it could be very good at it. Mm. And if so, 
you're holding something you're very good at away for, you know you're you're keeping it from people at large they might need yeah. or get benefit from it as well as yourself yeah. um but there are a series of steps and i think the other missing thing that we need to consider is the big question the why because you could have a, a motivation or a drive as to mm. why to do something much like a hero does in most stories in the stories that we see something happens in order for there there is a reason they have to get to an end point in order to drive them along yeah yeah and I we mean, are that aren't we we are that in our lives yeah i mean i for me it became very clear as i you know as i sort of progressed that um i think for me the drivers i've said in a lot of pods we've done together and and in some of my work separately has been it was the birth of my daughter really that gave me the kind of thing that I really want to make sure this time around that my daughter or my offspring you know gets the, the choices follows mm. through and and you know makes the best of her of her life yeah and I think you know we've really encouraged her to do that and i think it's really really important and the younger you are the earlier you're aware of these things the more you've got to yeah. follow through it is the awareness you're quite right and it's the message i also give to my children um whether they it. listen or not is what is up to them but um it's there isn't it and it's having that awareness so uh so dear listener why not break out of your comfort zone and uh, head over to our facebook page where <laughs> we were we would be delighted to hear any any comments and uh, any stories that you've got any anything that you'd like to share uh, find us and we will um we we will put the link out i don't know how we can put the link out we but, will put uh, the link out but never never worry about that the links will be there um in fact we will make sure that you get the links but basically you can find us at mark and zach the outsiders on facebook okay. um i think we're at hip it, it, not not, hip, not to be square hip not to be square or something yeah like that. yeah <laughs> but anyway mark and zach at the outsiders we aren't we are quite tech savvy but at the same time we we yeah. have sometimes we have a couple of issues with it but anyway we we're still in modern world the, <laughs> the idea <laughs> of our webs uh, sorry of our facebook group is that it, we we are we're trying to, to evolve a community of like-minded people really who are aware of their, let's say, uh, surroundings, their their internal and external issues, and want to move forward, you know, and want to share their stories, share your stories, uh, yeah. experiences. Help each other and help have a community that Absolutely. Um, helps each other. For, because feeling outside of certain aspects of society can be quite a lonely process. Um, but, uh, you know, we we found each other through doing that there are others out there and Many. lots of people doing good work so come join us at our marvelous facebook page and then um, we will be happy to say hello and you once we do that once you join in the community as a final sort of thing before we disappear and leave you in peace is you know you can get the opportunity to come and join us and share your yeah. stories because we'd love you to come and join us on our podcast for sure absolutely yeah anyway that is it podcast loved it thank you mark thank you zach it's been a good one i hope you will enjoy it and we will see you for another one next week see you soon until then take care see you bye-bye
Bye.